0: Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. <laughs> ha ha ha! Being created for such a time as this. All right, and here we go. Ha ha ha! There is more. He said, "What?" Hey guys, this is the Supernaturalist podcast show. This show exists to connect, equip, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level. And I trust that's why you're listening. That it's your desire to see God's kingdom come, his will be done, established through your daily creative contribution. It's such an honor to have you listening to the podcast Today, if we haven't met yet, my name is Darren Stott, lead pastor at a church called Seattle Revival Center. You can check us out online at seattlerevivalcenter.com, author of a book called Pattern Interrupt, and you can check that out on Amazon, and founder of Supernaturalist Ministries. We do all kinds of different kinds of content here on this particular podcast. We've done a lot of long-form interviews with fascinating supernaturalists. I've also shared different content from conferences and mentoring sessions more recently, I shared um, a very intimate, raw um, recording that I did with just me and my piano. It was on the DNA of music. You can you can listen to that 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 particular podcast. Today's podcast is similar. It's me and the piano um, diving into um, the tension and revelation that can be found in Isaiah 53 10 where it talks about how it pleased the Lord to bruise his son. Um, we dive into the tension of the father-son relationship at the cross and that that moment of total selfless obedience and submission to the father where christ hung there and it's it's really fascinating it's really intriguing in fact to me it feels like i just kind of cracked the door open just a little bit i was able to kind of look into a different aspect um of of the of the crucifixion um experience there and and i think that there's some some opportunities where we can kind of see some of the dynamics with our own, with our own parents, as well as this very special gift that I found here in this text, and in a little story that I'll share in the podcast, and and the gift is this, is this um, revelation that I am my father's pride. And so I think this is going to minister to you. I, I'm praying that it actually kind of opens up a door for yourself, where you can kind of begin to engage with the Father in a different kind of way, where you can experience the shower of pleasure um, that would that would that would come from your Father and this incredible gift that that has been made possible through the precious ever-living blood of Christ, the perfect performance, the most perfect selfless art that's ever been created there on the cross where the Son hung in perfect submission to His Father. This, 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 this is what this particular episode is about. It's about 10 minutes, um, and again, uh, we call this, um, uh, You Are Your Father's Pride. Hope you enjoy this. Love you guys. So I remember being 11 years old ish, somewhere in there. And there was a service taking place in the church sanctuary. And I was actually not in the service. I was in the old chapel by myself with all the lights off except for one light this old spotlight thing that lit up just a just a little little part of the stage and there on the stage I had my my keyboard and a microphone set up and it was just me in that in that room um, and the Holy Spirit (laughs) I was I was singing playing and it was heavy it was like that old school Benny Hinn kind of heavy holy ghost kind of thing and i was in it i was just in the zone man just worshipping and at a certain point i i heard this this noise but i just kept going i just kind of just i was like whatever i'm here we go here we go here we go and then a little while later, I, I, I was curious, so I looked over and there standing in the room, in the dark, in the corner over by the door, was my dad. He had just been standing there just watching me go for it. And I'll never forget his face. His, his face was like this kind of this satisfied, like, this kind of happy, curious look of pleasure, pleasure in his son and pride. And I just kept going. I just kept playing. I just kept singing. And I was thinking about Isaiah 53 10 where it says and the Lord was pleased to bruise him he has put him to grief when he makes himself an offering to sin he shall see his offspring he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand Was thinking of Jesus as he hung there on that cross in that place of pure and perfect devotion and submission to his father's will and how it pleased the Lord to bruise him how it brought pleasure to the Lord to see his son into fulfillment I was thinking of that moment when Jesus cried out to his father and said it is finished it is complete this mission this thing that I have been about that you've been about we've done it father we've 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 done it and even reflecting on John 3 16 where it says for God so loved the world World, that he gave his only begotten son. That the Father sent his son and yet the Son submitted to the Father, to the Father's will, to the to the mission of his father. I was thinking about Jesus that very first time. That we read of his childhood where he disappears and Mary and Joseph find him in the temple and Jesus says don't you know why you know I, I must be about my father's business about my father's mission and before it even began with the with the with the water baptism and Jesus goes under John John the Baptist baptizes him and the, the dove comes down and all of a sudden the voice comes down from heaven It's the, it's the voice of his father and the father saying over the son this is my son and whom i'm well pleased it's like the father is saying this is my pride this is my pleasure this is my honor and it the Lord to bruise him it brought pleasure to the Lord to see his son in that place and I was thinking about that moment of tension and what must have felt like infinite sadness for the son as he hung there on that cross and he looked up to his father and he cried out the prayer of David father why have you forsaken me in, in that place in that dark place where it felt like um, it was it felt like the, the infinite dark night of the soul it felt like that place of total and complete isolation and separation the cry that comes out sounds like, like almost an accusation of abandonment father dad, dad why have you abandoned me of all times and here I, I, I can't I can't handle it I can why would you Why would you do me like this and and it pleased the Lord to person the pleasure of the Lord prospered in his hand and I was thinking about Jesus hanging there on the cross feeling like he had been abandoned, but there was no abandonment anywhere in the heart of his dad. His dad was standing there in the corner of the dark, cold room with nothing but pride in his heart for his son. And then I heard these words, you are your father's Perfect performance without agenda, without any ill intent. The Christ hung on that cross because of love for his Father, joining with his Father's love for all of humanity in that place that has inspired artwork for generations the cross and the moment of hanging on the cross that it's. It's, it's the kind of scene, the kind of emotion that people have tried to duplicate and emulate ever since that time, but always falling desperately short that in that moment of pure, selfless love, Jesus hung in the place of such perfect performance so that while we in our Imperfection, while we in our place of total dependency can be absolutely celebrated, that we can stand in that place of raw vulnerability and transparency, knowing that our Father doesn't reject us, um, but that the pride of the Father. uh, the the affection of the father, the honor and pleasure of the father that he showered upon his own son, that we get to be inheritors of that pleasure, we get to be inheritors of that pride. And I think that there's something in the heart of every little boy that wants to hear his dad say, "You are my pride. You are my son, in whom I'm well pleased." I think there's something in every little girl that wants to hear her dad say you are my pride you are my princess you are my you are my beauty and i i am proud of you you are my joy and and i think that there's something in the heart of all of humanity where we need to see our father standing there even if it feels like you're in that place of total and complete isolation if it feels like you're in that place of total and complete um, separation and devastation that you would know that the feeling is not necessarily the fact that you have not been abandoned by your father there's no abandonment anywhere in his heart that the feeling is absolutely sincere and honest and true but the fact is that there standing in the room is your father and and your Father is delighting in you. Here is my son, here is my daughter, in whom I am well pleased. The Lord was pleased to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When he makes himself an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand.